Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Still in the basement. No longer alone. With my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement. See, that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artists or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. See who we got today or what we're doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! <laughs>
me and my water's about to stroll up. I see the boppers in the corner. They're sneaking out the back door. He only want me when I'm not there. He better call Becky with the good hair. He better call Becky with the good hair. Hey, you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio. Brunch in the basement with Javon and who? Therese. Good morning. Hold on. Oh, God. I can't see. I thought he said clap and then he was talking. Hey, basic. I knew you would show up today. Yeah. I knew it. Not talking to not you, Rez. I'm talking about basic the basis. Um, okay. she's watching on YouTube and she can follow directions. You know, I even did a live today to tell people please, you know, subscribe to the to YouTube so that they can get the the notification and they can get the whole entire show. Ah. You see, so we'll add Mr. Arrington to both the YouTube and he'll be able to be seen on Facebook. But we won't do the Facebook till later because we know how they do. Yes, we know how they do. Facebook, get it together. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you doing today? I am absolutely <laughs> fantastic today. I don't, you know, I had my CMOS early, so it's all like... And I'm just, I'm feeling really great. And I'm super excited about having Mr. Arrington on the show today. So am I. So am I. I'm trying to um, figure out ways that everybody, including our, uh, including our um, Instagram viewers, can see him. So I have uh, set up something where the, my phone can kind of uh, sit here and hopefully it'll be viewing um what what I see on the screen. Okay. So, Listen. I don't know, either and hopefully, you know, nobody walks down the stairs with any sweet surprises for me. After the show, you might because <laughs> that's after party. Yeah, ain't going to be no after party cuz I I've been sleeping alone. <laughs> oh man. And you know you taste this stuff, and it's like you. And I have to drink it all. I have to. All right. So excuse me. Listen, no problem. Chug a lug, chug a lug. We're all doing whatever's necessary. You understand? Yep. There's some Avery sugar, Avery pee in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Wow. I can taste it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. So CMOS, tell me about that. What is that? What, what, oh, what are you doing with CMOS, that? Well, I, I kind of um, CMOS first of all is a nutrient that comes from it's a it's a moss it's like a seaweed that comes from the sea, and it has uh, about ninety two of the hundred and let's say six or six or so minerals that your body needs. So what I do is I get it, you know, unharvested organic and I make shakes and in there add a little blueberry, a little bladder rack, a little, you know, sometimes a little, uh, 
uh, pineapple, depending on what my taste buds say for the morning. But blueberry is always like one of the base staples. Mm. Let that up. And I pop them in some mason jars. And um, back around Betty took the mason jar when I finished. And I just do an eight ounce in the morning, every morning. Um, and I start my day out with that. I normally don't get an appetite again till like the late afternoon after I have that because it's so hearty and filled and it just gives me energy, gives me, you know, and I feel better. Well, good. I'm glad you're feeling better. <laughs> I, I am. I, I am. I should also, probably. Also helps people with respiratory situations. I don't have one, thank God, but what it does is it helps to eliminate the mucus oh. out of the lungs. So that's also another plus of it. Yeah, I could use that. I could definitely use something like that. And and I'm glad you're in such high spirits, and I'm glad you woke up loving me this morning because I have to tell you, I had a dream about you. Who? Yeah, about you. <laughs> I did, I did. So I dreamt that I was working somewhere or you were trying to work somewhere where I was working. You were thinking about it. You were considering it. You weren't trying. You were considering it. And we were all there. But it turned into you were unhappy. You were like, oh, no, no, no. I'm the hell out of here. You you had an issue. You were like, and I was like, please. You know, because I think in my mind, I'm I'm one of those people. I always think that I'm 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 the one with the voice and but then you always come back with something you you like like five steps beyond me on that tip you know what i'm saying like i'm a little ungawa black power and you straight up panther baby you know what i'm saying so yeah you know so so i and and i see that in our in our dynamic when i talk to you about something and then you come and you hit me with something i'm like damn you know yeah i'm kissing up to the man you know what i'm saying and i don't and I'm thinking I'm standing strong, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you whatever. Are, you are standing strong. I am. But you that that extra step. So check out how it manifested in my dream. So I'm working at this particular whatever it was, I'm working and you come in and you're like you considering it, you being all all Therese Terry serious and shit. And then <laughs> oh <laughs> Terry the terrible <laughs> So, and I'm like digging your vibe, and then you're like, "That's it, I'm out." And I'm like, "Oh man, damn, we can't, we can't do this." And then, um, but you had purchased a suede onesie. Oh, it was that's... like a coat, but it was like made of suede, and it was a onesie, like, cause you know that's the other thing that sticks in my mind. Dreams are crazy, right? So I said, that's all right, Rez. I'll hold, I'll hold the the um coat for you. And I don't know why, but I was I was trying to fix something on it, and I ended up screwing up the whole thing. And I was like, oh my god, I messed up a coat. And then I had the receipt, and I I ran to the teller, and I was like, could you? It was weird. I was like, could you fix it? Could they was like, well, go on the back and see if there's any others, and then we'll do an even exchange. And it was in one of those, it was weird. Anyway, long story short, long dream short, I couldn't find another coat like 
the one that, yeah, I messed up your coat. And then, what? but what I saw on the receipt was that the coat was like $300. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I was trying to fix it with my fingers and I started peeling off the suede portion. It was just too much. I had to wake up. It was just too dramatic. I don't know. Did you have something greasy before bed? <laughs> Uh, greasy. Basically says, "Oh no, oh oh." <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? All, all, all I could uh, stomach after um, the sugar ABP is uh, I had an apple. <laughs> no more cookies before bed for me," says uh, says Basic. <laughs> mm. But yeah, that was a very dramatic dream, man. Mm. But it also showed it. it I, when I recall vividly dreams like that, I have to stop and reflect and think about what it means. First of all, I care about you, and I care about our friendship immensely. Otherwise, why in the hell would I be going so crazy? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and even dreaming about you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that just came to mind. You know, I have music in my head mm. today. You know, and I want. I'm going to thank Mr. Arrington for that. You know, I, I call him Mr. Arrington until he gives me permission to call him Steve. But I so want to call him Steve. Oh my God, he's like been in practically all of my musical life with the old. Like that was my high school. You know what I'm saying? Like that was. I was. Um. I, it's so funny because you know. Um. I was uh, gearing up for the show. So I just said, oh, man, you know, just reflecting on some of the hits he had and, and just the voice alone. Yeah. But it's going back through my slave trip. And this one is in the bed. She's like, you know, doing whatever she's doing, you know, sitting up. And then all of a sudden I, I hear boom, 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 boom. And look, and I lean over and try to peek out the room. And she's, hey, she's like breaking it all the way down with uh Oh, baby, wait for me. Oh, oh that's baby. my jam right oh, there. That is my like, jam. She was like, I forgot about this. I was like, see. Yes, I'm yes. Can't do it. I'm you telling you, the catalog is crazy. Catalog is banana. The catalog is crazy. Let's play some of it right now. Let's do that. Let's get let's get into our Steve Arrington thing a little bit. And yes. um, since you mentioned it. How about we pull up? Hello. How about we pull up? Wait for me. I don't know why it's loading so slow, but that's all right. We going to want to give a shout out to my mother, who is our biggest fan. She is relentlessly always listening. Oh, you know what I didn't do? I'm so glad that I thought about her. I know that she's, she can hear us. If she's morning, actually, mom. let me see if I can bring her on right quick and say good morning. Good morning, mom. Can you hear us? Uh oh, mom. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear, can you hear us? Yes, can I can hear, hear you. I, yes, ma'am. Yes, I can hear you. I can you hear her, Yeah. I hear I you, can. Ray. How I can hear you, Mom. Good. How Good y'all morning. 
in this pandemic, pan what, pandemic, whatever it is. Pandemic. <laughs> okay, I was close. Yeah, you were. Anyway, yeah. Mom, I just, I just wanted to say good morning to you. Okay. Okay. Good morning to the both okay. of you. Okay. Good morning. Okay. I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay. Keep listening. It's going to be a fun show. It is. Promise. Oh yeah. Oh much it always fun. Is. Always okay. Is. Okay, love you. Okay, bye-bye. Love you too. Bye-bye. I just wanted to make sure we could hear her. Um, And so with that, now that we know that if people call, we can hear them, let us see if we can play the song. Alone in my room. All night. Or we can (laughs) sing it. Fantasies of my life.
I just had I just had to do a little little medley there. And I wasn't mad at it at all. Not at all, not at all, not at all. Actually, you know what? You could play like for hours. <laughs> you know, well, maybe not for hours, but I could actually I could play it and listen to it over and over again, trying to get mm-hmm. trying to get mm-hmm. the best silky smooth voice here that I can. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Man, I bounced through most of my classes to those brothers. Thank you and thank you. Yeah, I'm just saying. Your knees to wait for me. You went into snapshot and just a touch, and you just you know. Well, we I don't think we did just touch yet, but we're gonna do it. Just a touch up. No, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it and um, watching watching you and slide. Yo. Baby, baby, why don't you slow? I was in what? 77, I want to say. Something like that. Look, man. Woo! Actually, actually he, he didn't join until 78, from yeah. what I gather. He joined in yeah. 78, but um, we could talk to him in detail about that. Um, and and the the thing is is that he started out as the percussionist. He joined the the band as a percussionist, and then yeah. he moved up to the drummer. And yeah. then from being the the band's drummer, he went to background singer until he just took over the whole shit. And then <laughs> and then he was like, you know what? Thank you very much. Kindly, I got my own groove to to groove to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know I'm, I'm I know I'm making it sound some kind of way, but I mean the man did what the man did. He was he his voice was is very distinctive and you know just his singing style, vocal style, and everything is just bananas. He was he was um you know he vocally started well not started let me not say that because I then that would mean I didn't do some homework but. What I will say is that vocally, he was in and out of the pocket a lot, which is what I like. You know, like it, it felt like even um, back when this, these songs, these hits were popular, it sounded, he made it sound like fun. You know, he made it yeah, sound like he, yeah, was just, yeah. he was just riding the groove. You know what I mean? Like, and then, of course, the percussion and, and the bass lines. Be- what? That, do you hear that Fender though? So, but can you hear the Fender? It, it's crazy. The the funky bass up in this, in every single song. Matter of fact, you know what, Rez? And and basic um is a bassist um who okay. is a big Steve Arrington fan. But oh, and okay. she's asking for a way out, which is my favorite. Yes, it's, it's probably <laughs> my favorite, if not one of my favorites. Um, Pop has now joined us on YouTube. <laughs> okay, I'm here. Ready for lunch with the fam. Yeah, and the reason, again, the reason why we're doing it on on YouTube is because Facebook tends to kick us out. YouTube yeah. has been very good in allowing us the time that we need to do what we need to do here in the basement. So we will be going live first here and then on Facebook. Today we're going to try it out that way. And if not, 
if if Facebook is cranky, then we'll just um, post this to Facebook later. At least we have the whole show, and people could, you know, see the whole thing. I'm not, I'm not sacrificing any of it. I want the music and I want the interview. Damn nice. it! And we're gonna figure out how to, to the best way to make, um, make it possible for us to get everything that we want to share with everybody in one fell swoop. Um, we also have we also have the podcast going on and um yeah so if you're listening by podcast i see a couple of people have dialed in and the number to dial in is 347-996-5394 if you have joined the podcast and you would like to speak um you can just um press 1 on your phone and i will know when you are ready to join uh, the conversation. In the meanwhile, um, I was going to say something before. Oh, so we were talking about Way Out because um, Basic mentioned that, which happens to be one of my favorite Eva Arrington songs, if not my very favorite. As a matter of fact, I used to, we used to have this crazy dance that we used to do when that song was out, and it was almost like you breaking your back. It was like we would do this, and we from the Bronx, you know. <laughs> but um, I did that until I almost broke my back on that that, but it, on that track, <laughs> break your back on the track, and that's okay. But before we do that, what I want to do is I even found some some gospel kind of funky. I mean, Steve Arrington. This is from. This is more recent, a lot more recent. Um, but but check this out, check this out. This is Steve Arrington right here on a a, a CD that he put out um, called Pure Thing, Pure Thing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that up because um, people have to know that the brother's still doing his thing. Um, I actually uploaded quite a few of those songs because um, it's just amazing. But this one right here was my favorite. It's called I'm on Fire. You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio. Oh, wait. Before we do that, somebody wants to say hello. 7638 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you're calling from? Hey, Javon and Therese. God bless you guys. Hey, this is Walt Taylor. Hey, Walt. How you doing, darling? Doing wonderful, doing wonderful. Um, I don't see it on Facebook, but I, I was able to get in on the podcast. Uh, just wanted to, you know, give a quick shout. I am working. I'm an essential worker. <laughs> but I wanted oh, okay. to give a quick shout, um, and I do appreciate my brother, Steve Arrington. Yes, he did give us some funky jams. And um, one of the mixes that I like to do is that uh, Feel So Real and Dancing in the Key of Light, they go together so great. In fact, I think oh, I'll do that tonight on my live, on my live set tonight. So, uh, yeah, thank you, brother Steve. I appreciate you, man. Um, he he's not actually coming on until noon, so you're a few minutes early. Um, well, you let him he, know that for me. Okay, if you're able to, to chime back in, we're gonna try to keep him for like an hour if we can. So from noon to one, if you can, he'll be on. Also, um, 
we are live now on YouTube because you know, Walt, how, how Facebook likes to do you. You know, you be in the middle of a, <laughs> a nice, juicy set or an interview, yeah. and then they like to kick you off. So um, YouTube right. is and, a lot I, more friendly. Yeah. And if I can say, I really just want to say to you guys, uh, you and, and Therese, that uh, I really do appreciate y'all. I thank y'all for uh, tuning in. Y'all made my la- uh, last week's set much livelier because uh, you two were on it. And I just want to uh, say thank you for what you guys are always doing every week, and I appreciate you. I try to tune in as much as I can. I work Saturdays, but I try to take a break and come and listen to you guys because uh, y'all y'all putting it down, and I appreciate it. Well, thank uh-huh. you, honey. We, we love what you're doing, too. And, yeah, you know, well, you're a part of the family now. Yes, and thank you for yeah. being on the front lines in this, this uh, pandemic that is just unbelievable. But thank you. Thank you for just oh. showing up in that area. You guys, and I appreciate it. Thank you for the love. Thank you. Thank you, man. And if you can, you know, call back. Steve will be on in about five minutes or so. So, yeah. Okay, um, well, I'm, I'm going to go back in and kill my face, and then I'm going to come back out in about 15 minutes. Yeah, and if you don't see us on the the YouTube page, you definitely will find us on. I mean, if you don't see us on Facebook, you'll find us on YouTube. We'll do. We'll do. All right. God bless you guys. I'll call back. All right, baby. Love him. I love him too. He is. He's a sweetheart. So let's do this. I didn't even realize that it's almost um, Steve Arrington time. Steve I feel like I want to, I, I just want to like dub him the Prince of Funk or something like that. Like, I, I don't know. He deserves one of those titles when you think about his um, catalog and what he's done. But let me just, mm-hmm. let me throw this up here real quick. This is um, a song called I'm on Fire by Steve Arrington. Check this out. Take away the blues. Yeah. Oh, 
everybody else waiting this you know running this out yes yes absolutely i'm happy to hear that i just want to start off by actually thank you huge on the shoulders huge on the shoulders and the crates are always open on this show always so we have chosen to um you know, at times, you know, I pop in, I struggle a little bit, Steve. I struggle with the musical arrogance because, you know, you got to know the history if you're going to be in this business. But I'm learning to transition that into education, which is great for us, hopeful. I understand. <laughs> no there she is. There she is. Yeah, I had, to, I, I had to disconnect myself for a minute. I was too excited. Oh, we got a lot of bassists on here today. Talking about Slide by Slade was the first song that she learned the bass on. That's Landa. Hey, shout out to the great Mark Adams. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Man, so you're out of Dayton. Yes. Home of the lakeside, home of Slave, home of Ohio Players, Heat Waves, Zap, Vesta Williams. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. Um, you know, we can keep going. Yeah, yeah. And Dayton is not that big, so it's, it's like small town, yeah. Woo. That's a lot that's a lot of funk. That's a lot of that's a lot of talent there. 
Yeah. What was that like growing up in it? We used to do battle of the bands, uh, you know, talent shows. All of us together. I mean, I remember Lakeside, you know, pretty much the same unit they have now. All local, we were doing battle of the bands together. Um, and, you know, we had the dreams, but little did we know Dayton was going to be a movement and it's considered the capital of the world. So mm-hmm. in this little small town, we used to rehearse. It seemed like there was a band on every corner, mm-hmm. um, you know, garage. You know, we'd be practicing outside in the garages and, you know, in the battle of the bands. You know, people would be lined up around the, uh, the corner of the high schools because the bands were so tight. Faso, you can add that in there, riding high. Mm. Uh, you know, um, you know the Wilder Brothers, Heat Wave. Heat Wave. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So we were talking a little bit earlier, Steve, about how. Um, and first of all, let me let me just say that you are one of my favorite all-time singers. Period as well as one of my favorite interviews. I don't know if you recall, but years ago when I first started out, um, you were a guest on, on my show, and I appreciate that. You know, I, everybody who came through initially when, I mean, I was just trying to do something. I was just trying to bring the people to the, you know, to the people. And, um I remember driving, I was telling Therese earlier, I was I was driving to work in the Bronx and I had spoken to your then manager to see how we could get you. I was even trying to bring you to, to Jersey um for a concert, that. right? I'm yeah. driving to work, here I am, Opie nobody, right? I mean, you know I'm somebody, but you know, in my mind I'm just do to do and I get a call. Uh, hello? Hey Javon. May I speak to Javon? I'm like, yeah. Man is calling my phone. Hello. <laughs> Who's this? Uh, this is Steve. Steve who? Steve Arrington. I'm like, Steve, I'm like, come on, stop. You remember that, Steve? Yes, I do. God yes. bless you, man. You that right there. That right there. Forget the long, nice interview we had and all the fans that were loving on you that made me know I was doing the right thing. Um, just that call alone, it just, it's a memory for my lifetime because I love your music. Thank you. And look where you've come. Look what you've done. I mean, from, <laughs> from where you started. I'm excited to do an interview with you now as you've grown and developed and you guys are doing your thing. So, hey, congrats, big ups, no doubt. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Steve, how did you start um, with Slave? So I understand that you, is it true that you started as a percussionist, moved your way up and just took over the joint? We were in the local band together called the Young Mystics. Uh, Mark Adams, the bass player, Floyd Miller, uh, one of the vocalists, also trombone and percussion, and uh, uh, Thomas Locke. We were in a local band together. Now, they were freshmen and I was a senior. So mm-hmm. I went on out, when I graduated, I went out to the West Coast. And I started playing with the Escovito. Started it with Coke Escovito. Woo! Legendary family. Yes. 
and then it went into Pete and Sheila Escovito doing straight ahead hard salsa. <laughs> Look at that. Um, and that was 77, 76, 77. Mm-hmm. And right about that time, Slide came on the radio, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, Slide. I'm like, man, who was that? I got to go snatch that up. <laughs> I turn the cover around and I'm like, yo, that's all the homies from, from you know, the Young Mystics. And they had hooked up with Stevie Washington from New Jersey. Okay. They came together and created Slave. Now, um, in my tenure with uh, the Escovitos, we did a, a tour together. Carlos Santana was the uh, main Wow. Uh, he had you know, took a hiatus from his band to do the hard salsa thing, right? It was a 17-piece band, Julian Priester, trombone, mm-hmm. Eddie, uh, Eddie uh, Henderson on uh, trumpet. It was crazy. The lineup was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he even had uh, Jorge, Carlos' brother, also played guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, and of course, you know, the great Escovito rhythm section along with... Uh, uh, Bill Summers from Summers Heat. He was also in that section. So believe me, coming from Ohio and I'm listening to Santana and I'm getting my Mongo Santa Maria together, so on and so forth. When I got out there, I mean, I got doused into the real pool of what the Latin music was about. That went on for about, about a year. Slave called and said they were making a, a change. Now we were just ending that tour. Sheila was going with George Duke. Mm-hmm. And uh, Santana was going back to doing his thing, right? And Mark Soskin played keys on that, and he went to play with Billy Cobham on that Magic album. And I went to Dayton and joined Slave, 78, uh, on percussion. And uh, as it continued on into 79, we went to the uh, studio. I then grabbed the uh, the chair fully on drums, Tim Dozier, the original drummer, decided he he wanted to leave. Um, and, you know, the ride began, you know, and the mm-hmm. first part of 78 was Stellar, but only played one track, Stellar, on drums and did percussion, as, as you mentioned. And I just kept kind of doing my thing. And they was like, yo, man, yeah, let's do this drum thing. And the next thing you say, yo, man, what's, what you think's going on vocally? I said, I don't know. We can see. I don't know. <laughs> I've never been a vocalist before like that, you know, wow. but Hey, you know, doing some backgrounds here, there, you know, and then it just moved on from there. See, see, and the rest Crazy. is history. They was like, what's that in the, who's scatting in the background? Come you young man, come on up here. Cause you are one of, you have taken the art of scatting and put that on top of funk do people uh, even understand, like, at the near the end of every, during the vamp of every song, uh, Steve Arrington, that is like a signature thing that you do. I mean, and funk would funk. funk. Man, please. We, what? We were, it's, it's so funny that the part that Javon and I both went to was like alone in my room all night. We, ah. Oh my God. We just, we both just hit that at the same time. It was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, oh, I'd love doing that song in the studio. Oh. By the time we got there, I was much more confident as a lead singer mm. and in my style. And, you know, I didn't, 
I didn't realize I had a style. I just would put, do my heart. I'd, I'd allow myself to really just let go, right? I used to have my earphones so loud um, for maximum uh, inspiration, right? And I'd just, I'd just be overwhelmed by the music, and then I would just let myself go. Um, and that's, for me, that's when I know I'm on, when I mm. start getting that feeling like anything could happen on the mic. And, you know, I just, and, and what's great about Slave, Jimmy Douglas, who was uh, the producer of Slave, him and Stevie Washington, they let me do my thing. They, when I'd open up, they like, yeah, go on with that, man. We don't know what that is, but go on with <laughs> that, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, man, because it, it's, it was unique. It was, you're the first, I believe, to, to do that in that way. You know, James Brown Godfather's soul. He did what he did. Ah, right? There's and Stevie Wonder does what he does, but but what you do is unique, man. Unique. And I don't know if you get enough credit, but we love you for it. Yes. Uh, I sure appreciate that. I was sharing with Javon. He is in and out of the pocket in such a smooth way. It feels like he's just gliding around the melody, which is wonderful mm-hmm. to hear. Like, that's one of my favorites because that, that's what took us there in your vamps. You know, it took mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, for sure. Woo! So let me just, I, let me just okay, read. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to read mm-hmm. some of the comments real quick, Steve. Um, okay. Because... Back in the day, you know, we would have more people calling in, but as you know, everybody has moved to this, you know, they just want to text and type sort of thing, which is cool. We, we've adapted. And so Basic, who actually did call in the day that you were on, she's a bass player who's very much inspired by your music. Um, when I was playing Fire, she, she typed up, stuck on Fatal Funk Face. <laughs> I like that. Fatal funk face. Fatal okay. funk face. And Landa, like Landa, who is also a bassist, says, Yes, this is what we need. Vibrational elevation. High vibes rock on. Mm. Head bopping, doing a two step. Um, and she says, Bless you, Steve. Bravo. Slide by Save was the first song I learned on the bass. Devon mm. Williams, who is a vocalist says, hey, praying that you guys are safe and well. We praying the same thing for you too, Devon. Um, Dwight Dwight Meadows says, still listening to Slide. Don't make music like they used to back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And our auntie Melba Moore, the legendary Melba Moore, says she is sending love and peace. Hi, Steve Arrington. And then she And then she says, great backstories, hashtag slave. Yes, even Auntie Melba Moore is on this Man. digital platform thing. So Melba y'all... Moore, I went and saw her at Carnegie Hall. You feel me? Yes, wow. <laughs> she was, when she was, what was the play she was doing? Pearly? Was it Pearly? Pearly. Yes. 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 Absolutely, I saw that. What's yes. up, Melba Moore? Love your work. Love you. <laughs> Absolutely. Every who 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 doesn't love Melba Moore, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I just had to I just wanted to um throw that out there and let you know that the people are listening and watching and some people have actually called in. So let's see because this again is it's kind of new for us, Steve. You're one of you're you're a pioneer with us doing this 
video and trying to take calls at the same time. We might be on to something. I'm having big fun. I'm having big fun. Go and do what you got to do. All right. So we're going to try to take this call here. Hello. What's your name and where you calling from? Hello? Hello. Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? Okay. What's your name? What's your name? Clemens. Peggy Clemens. Hey, Steve. How you doing, Peggy? I'm doing excellent. Back in the day. Yes. Yes. So happy to see you doing well. I saw you on late night TV. And, you know, we stay in touch. I'm praying for all you guys. And uh, excited that you're still in the move. Uh, thinking back over the days when we traveled across the country, uh, you were the drummer at that time, and I was the singer. <laughs> this is true. So, wow. how's everything? Uh, things are good, All Peggy. Is well? Yeah, you know, staying out the way, just riding this out, ready to funk soon as, you know, the, the flag <laughs> drops. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You say, no. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, it's well. Yeah. Therese doing this thing right now. <laughs> Is he? Okay. Yeah. So well, good. Thank you. So good. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you so much for calling in. Yes. And you be well as, as well. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Let's take okay. another call. 7638, what's your name and where you calling from? Caller 7638 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, it's me, Walt Taylor, again. God bless you guys all over again. Hey, um, <laughs> Had to give a call back, especially when you got Steve on. And um, I know when I called the first time, he wasn't there. But uh, I want to say to Brother Steve, hey, I appreciate everything you've done, brother, going way back with Way Out. And um, just want to say, man, I one of your um, – some of your stuff has that gospel flair to it. Also with the funk, I do a mix with that, and I like that. Uh, that I, I mix that uh, dancing in the key of life and feel so real. I mean, it just blends in so so smoothly. And I'm going to do that on my live mix show tonight. All right, thank <laughs> you, my bro. Appreciate it. Mm. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you, that that album way out came out when I was stationed in Germany, and. Uh, I was slamming it then and still slamming it now. So, you know, that kind of tells my age a little bit. But, you know, it's all good. <laughs> hey, we still here, man. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. And to the ladies again, I appreciate you guys. Y'all are so wonderful. And I'm glad to just be looking at your faces right now, the beautiful faces, and even looking at Steve right now. So even though uh, uh, looking at Steve is, 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 is cool, and uh, I'm, I'm going to jump off so other people can get on. So you guys keep doing what y'all doing, and you know that I love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Uh, love you, Zach. Well, back at you, man. He has an amazing um, page on Facebook where he plays a whole lot of just wonderful music that people love to hear. Absolutely, absolutely. And we love him and appreciate him. And you know what, Steve? Um, I was I was just wondering, because you, from the way you tell your story, your your beginnings, um, it seems as though you were not sure that you could sing. You, it took you a while to realize that you were a lead vocalist. 
what was the song or the thing or the moment that you heard yourself played back or you were in a groove or what happened that gave you that confidence? Was it a woman? <laughs> hey, I'm sure it was a combo of a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but I will say this. Um, I think it was, I remember in the studio we did uh, the song Coming Soon on the concept album. And uh, it's a very, it's a smooth song, the front end. And then it moves into this aggressive funk rock vibe. And we were grooving on that heavy, vibing on it. They said, yo, man, you want to vibe on something on the bridge? And I said, okay, come inside my love cabin. Uh, Ecstasy's moments away, you will see that I'm not jiving. And it sounded, they said, man, it sounded like you were standing on a mountain or something, bro. I'm like, really? So uh, I I started to understand that um, I had a, a picturesque quality in my delivery. Now, they didn't call it that, but that's how I summed it up. And that really gave me a lot of confidence because I enjoy people that when I can hear their music, it takes me somewhere, right? And I started to notice that about my voice. Mm. By the time we did Just a Touch of Love, though, Mm. I was more confident in the fact that my intervals that I used, which was so influenced by Thelonious Monk, John Coltrane, Miles Davis, and of course, like I said, Escovitos, my my note choices, you know, mm-hmm. were different, and the tone, and people was like, "We like it. We don't know exactly what it is," and but since I had no preconceived thing about singing, mm-hmm. I didn't have to have my David Ruffin together. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're coming up as a singer, mm-hmm. I didn't. You know, I loved Stevie Wonder and I loved a different singers, but since I never was a singer, I could just take it in. Mm. So I didn't have to have a certain approach. So I just, like I said earlier, I just let go. And I think once, once I started to feel the emotion of my own voice, it gave me more confidence and more confidence. And then it was sort of like I had little cliche things that I used to say, like, make you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I started to hear things that I heard in other singers mm-hmm. that made me feel like, you know, I think maybe I got something here, man. I think, <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to continue with this. You know what I mean? Because it, it was a transition for me from being a drummer that was a singer, then turning around after time I was a singer that also played drums. That took a while. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I <clears throat> thank you for it. Because it just sounds like you were just in, you were just having a good time, you know, which is the essence of soul anyway, you know, it just sounds like you were having a, a great time. And if you will, for a second, Javon, somebody wants to pop in. Background Betty wants to come out of the background and say hello, because this is one of her faves, too. So let me just let her wait. wait. Okay. Hi, look nuts. But I came out looking nuts for you. Um, Steve, I just wanted to say you are part of the fabric of my my childhood teenagers we're only about 12 years apart at the age of my oldest brother but um thank you so much for your contribution to music you are an amazing amazing musician thank you thank you, thank you so much 
appreciate that. Sure. Hey, Javon. Oh, great. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Hi, everybody, you too. Great. Great, great interview, guys. Really, really dope. Yeah, yeah. I told you I was um, uh, getting ready and I was excited because Steve was coming so I was playing some of his cuts and just. And I was in here getting it. And what? I, I, the first snapshot, she's in the bed doing something, sitting up, and next thing I know, I hear her bouncing on the I did the like, Tom Cruise to the door. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> He was up and just dancing. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, but you know that's that's what you that's what your music does. That's it, you can't sit still. You can't. They no. can't handle the truth, man. That 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 music yeah. is the truth. Yes, yes. Because uh, it penetrates your soul and makes you feel funky. You got to move. Well, I'll be on. I give my all. I, you know, if I don't give my all, then it's like yo. I didn't. I didn't come to work. I give my all. I really do. Every every time I step to the mic, I give my all. And, and if I can do that, then I'm okay. You know, if, if I'm really feeling like I gave it up, uh, like I was listening to I'm on fire. I hadn't listened to that in a while. Mm. And I'm listening. I'm a blue hot guy. I'm like, yep, yep, okay. Yeah, <laughs> still there, still there. Yeah, because, you know, you know I, I can hear that I I gave it up. You know, I hadn't heard that in a while. Yeah, man. Nice, nice. What was it like playing with the legendary Escovito family and, uh, and getting percussion, like, from Coke and Peter and Sheila? Like, what? I can't even imagine. That's just too much rhythm. Let me tell you, I actually lived with Coke. He was, he's like my pops in the game, I say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'll tell you something he told me. We were listening to different music, and he would have me listen to different things. Tower Power and mm. Sonny Stitt mm. and, uh, you know, different the Palmieri brothers. I was listening to a lot of heavy salsa music because coming from the Midwest at that time, you didn't hear the hard salsa, the jazz. You didn't hear the Tito Puentes. Mm. You heard Santana, mm-hmm. okay? And yeah. I heard Mongo Santa Maria. And my mm. mother used to play Kenny Burrell, mm. uh, some Kenny Burrell track, more smooth, kind of kind of uh, Latin flavors, right? So when I got out to the West Coast and I got the gig with with uh, Coke, he said something to me that I'll never forget. He said, Steve, the notes is only half the battle. You have to understand the language of the music. You wow. have to understand the feel. You can play the notes, but you have to capture the feel. You have to inundate yourself with this music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've never forgot that. And so playing with him, and he's killing it on the timbales, right? Mm-hmm. Hitting drums. And one day he says to me, hey, my niece is coming. She, I want you to meet her. Never said she played percussion, right? <laughs> so she came up and, okay, sat down. And uh, Kungus was next to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. I wonder what's about to go down here. I'd never seen a female percussion player before. And she started slapping. She was 19. Wow. Mm. And I was like, uh, what's happening here? <laughs> and uh, so, you know, that whole family in, embraced me. Uh, and um, Pete was very gracious towards me, too, because Billy Cobham had been the drummer prior to me coming and he was my hero. And there was no way in my mind 
I'm like, yo, man, okay, I'm supposed to come behind Billy Cobb him, right? That's that's what we're doing, right? And But here was what was so beautiful about it. They saw something in me, and they vibed with me, and they vibed with me. And I learned the material, um, and they said, we like your feel. Mm. We like your feel. And that's what Coke was telling me. It's all about the feel. Mm. Uh, so it was a great learning experience for me. Um, and the musicianship was on such mm-hmm. a high level. Mm-hmm. I was just basically holding on, you know what I'm saying? I was just trying not to fall off the train. <laughs> but I stayed on it, you know. I stayed on it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, believe me, they was, they was, that was on another level. I'm sure. I'm, I can't even imagine. That's just too much. Like, talk about, like, I'd love to be the next door neighbor. That's all. Just the neighbor. I, you know, just the neighbor. I'd have that one window, everything to the left side of my house, all the windows would be open all year round because I can only imagine the sound. It, it was crazy. It was. And I'd go over to their house and eat dinner with them and play basketball and Sheila, you know, and the brothers. Ryan, Michael, and they're killing it too. I mean, the whole family was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Coke really, Coke really spent time with. I'll tell you, before he passed away, when I moved back to Ohio, hadn't seen him in years, and I went and Atlanta had Atlantic has thrown me a party um, in L.A. for Dancing in the Key of Life, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and Somebody taps me on the shoulder and I look up and it's Coke and I hadn't seen him in years. Mm-hmm. And he says, I knew, I knew you was going to make it. And mm-hmm. that for me was just everything because he was the first person that believed in me and just said, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to help you. Um, mm-hmm. and for, for him to see that I went and did my own thing and it was working for me, um, that was one of the shining moments of my career. And don't feel no kind of way because Sheila E., when she plays, everybody's like, what's happening here? When you first hear it, it's like, what the way? <laughs> when you see her, she's just this beautiful, most feminine being and sweet and pure. And then she beats the hell out of whatever is in front of her. And we're all That's like, it. oh, my God. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. That's exactly what I felt. She's one of two women, two female uh, that I've seen stand on their drum kit. It's her and Nona Hendricks. Nona doesn't play the drums, but she stood up high on the drum kit itself. And I'm like, they, they, they are such rock stars. Like, still amazing. Uh, Nona, oh my goodness. She's a beast. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's a beast. Still, you know. Yeah. Still. Love to both of them. Yeah. Love to both of them. Yeah. I don't, I don't you know, I just, there's such, I miss that. I miss live instrumentation. I miss uh, just bass lines. I can always hear a Fender bass in my head like from the famous basses to the percussion. That, that, that's my line there. And strings, oh, forget it. Like, I can listen to that all day. And I miss, that's what's missing in a lot. You know, we hear it sample because you got to go back to the slaves and the, and the, and the other groups of that time and the, to, to get those samples. Because, you know, like, the West Coast, traditionally, they've, they've been really good at maintaining and keeping that music alive, you know, from BT Express and, you know, from all of those, those um, uh, legendary uh, artists that just laid it down in a way, Stone City Band, that just laid it down, you know, in such a way that just is timeless. 
it's timeless. And I think, um, as Javon always says, like, one of the things that's great about um, our show is that, you know, one, we're um, broadcast a little bit all over the world at this point, and two, we get to play what the hell we want, you know, and, and we don't have to do the top 40. We, we can play music all the time, any way we want, and whoever we want, at whenever time we want, and it's just, like, amazing, and a lot of times, like, we were introducing people from in China, uh, bringing them back to sounds like this, because, you know, this is the music that got us through, okay? Like, that got us through. So I just, um, again, hats off to you, Mr. Arrington, because it, it's just not enough to say about it. Just not enough to say. I, I seldom get speechless, but I'm just thinking, like, this, some of your, your voice was right along in my area of development when I was trying to figure it out, you know? But I always could figure out what I was feeling it through the vibes that you were, like, creating. So that's just... I talk to you. That means a lot. You know, it really does. You never know. You're in the studio, you do your thing, you feel it, but you never know how it touches people. And, you know, to hear that, I never take it for granted. And it's like the first time I've ever heard it because it is. That's mm-hmm. the first time I heard it from you. Well, you know, I know what music has done for me. You know, I know if Sly Stone, mm. if, I saw, if I saw Sly Stone right this second, if all of a sudden Sly Stone walked up, I wouldn't even know what to say. I would just like to say, you know, thank you. Just do. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. And of course, so many people have said to him, you don't understand, dude. You you don't get it. And uh, of course he does because he's, he, you know, he knows what, what God has given him. Mm-hmm. But when when you hear people say that your music has brought something to their lives that's positive, that leaves a good taste in them, a good feeling. To me, that's what it's all about. I mean, for me, that is, that's the crowning achievement of it all, is that somebody else felt what I did to the point where it, it stuck to them in a way to say, you know what? You were a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. That, for me, is everything. Absolutely. That's what Soul Train was for me. Mm. And you did it time and time again with Slave. And then you were, I'm going to say, courageous enough to step away from the band, from the group, from the, I would say, the safety of being in a, a group with a band. Because when you step out and you say, you, I'm coming out of Steve Arrington, then yeah. if the song is good, if it makes it, it's on you. And if it's not, then you have to, you have no one else to blame, I guess, except maybe executives here and there. But I mean, you know, because sometimes it's marketing, especially back in the day. And even now, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out this new way of getting your stuff out. But regardless, the the product is Mm -hmm. Steve Arrington. And let me just tell you, Steve Arrington made some moves and, Mm -hmm. and, and created some wonderful, wonderful music that got a lot of teenagers, young people, young short people living in the Bronx with a jerry curl um, (laughs) through some really hard times, man. Please talk about the the move from Slave to Steve Arrington. Well, the first thing that happened was Stevie Washington, who was the leader of the group, He left the band, and when he left, Hitar, who was the female vocalist, 
Star Lady Young. Mm-hmm. And he took Kurt Jones, who was also one of the vocalists, who came in. Star came, Star came first. Now we're talking about there's the original members, and they recruited two singers, Mia on drums, right? And we're very close uh, at the same time. Um, Starlina was first. I came second. And then there was Kurt Jones. Well, Stevie, Kurt Jones, and Starlina left and formed Aura. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was the first thing that happened. And that was a serious blow because we had just did the Stone Jam album mm-hmm. and we hadn't toured off of it. And prior to that, we didn't tour a lot. Stevie didn't like to tour so much. So we didn't do many shows off of the Just a Touch of Love album. We didn't do many shows off of the Concept album. Um, So we were really looking forward to going out and getting that road experience and, you know, with all the full lineup, but that never happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So when they left, that was like, ugh. And then, you know, we had managers coming and going and things like that. And, and I never was actually a part of the group. And here's what people really don't know. I was never signed with the group. I was a side man. Now, how I ended up being the primary lead vocalist and one of the primary writers, only God knows that. Because mm-hmm. that was not the plan. Wow. So when all these things were going on and people were starting to leave, because Slave, the interesting thing about it, after the first album, there was always people coming and going. Mm. Uh, And eventually that's what happened. It just caught up. It just happened album after album after album. That being said, Stevie left. So, you know, we were shuffling on how we were going to keep it together. Uh, We did a great album in Showtime, but that other side, there was still that hole there we were trying to fill, and there's people managers coming and going and everything. And since I never was actually a part of the group, there were certain um, decisions and things that I wasn't a part of, right? Mm, Okay. I thought, well, okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and and go on my own. And uh, because I felt comfortable doing it, because I had played with the Escovitos before I joined Slave. Slave wasn't for me in a sense that I had played with music and musicians that was of that caliber prior Mm -hmm. to joining Slave. Mm -hmm. So, and I think like a jazz musician, I'm known more from an R&B funk rock kind of cat, but Mm -hmm. I think like a jazz musician. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm into taking chances, which others would say are taking chances. I say I'm just continuing to evolve. And so that's how I was able to go into Hall of Fame one. And and then they said, Atlantic Records goes, you know what? If you give us another watching you, it's a done deal. And I said, well, first of all, I already did watching you. Mm-hmm. That's already there. I'm not trying to duplicate Slave. If I was going to do that, then I should stay. I mean, I'm not going to try to duplicate Slave and I'm not in Slave. That's ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. Because I was hearing other things, I didn't leave because we were against each other. 
I left because I knew it was an evolution that I still needed to to do as far as my growth, business-wise too. So, yeah, so I went ahead and said, wait out where you've never been before. And, uh, you know, and I, it, it doesn't sound like watching you. It doesn't sound like way for me. It's its own thing. And I really had to stick to my guns on that because I said, listen, a lot of people underestimated me because I was the drummer that came in. Mm-hmm. So, okay, then you start singing and, oh, okay, okay, you're writing, okay. Now you're doing your own thing and we're telling you here's the way to go and you're like, nah, I'm going way out. <laughs> so, um, so that's, that's kind of how that went. That being said, Jay, you know, you, you got that itch, right? You that- know, you know, oh my God, and that's like the song and um, you gotta do it. You just gotta show. You just gotta. You just gotta hit him with it. <laughs> okay, you. okay, okay. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Here's uh Steve Arrington with the way out. Hey.
I didn't even realize it. <laughs> it's so funny when it came on. Basic says, "Oh, that's one of the bass lines she had to learn." Yeah. <laughs> you know what's interesting about that that particular version? I was talking to uh, Frankie Crocker. You mm-hmm. guys are from New York? Yes, Chief Crocker. The Chief Rocker. Chief Rocker. Man, you need to put a, a rap on that joint, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if the chief rocker said I need to do that, I wouldn't get it. And that's how we came up with that version. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. See, that's, that's some trivia there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, trivia. Did, I didn't know that. Me either. Yeah, the chief rocker said, yo, man, you need to put a rap on that joint, bro. On the, re- on the mix, remix on that joint. Yeah, 12 inch. Yep, sure did. It's funny because somebody knew that right off the rip. It was like, yes, the long version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got some true, true Steve Arrington fans there. Way Out was like, you murdered it with Way Out. Oh. You just like, seriously, that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. That's what he's I don't remember, but it 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 surprised people. Mm. Surprised people because it was so different than the slave stuff. I'm not sure, but it did well. It really did well. And then I came behind it with nobody can be you but you. Because uh. first of all, a way out was on uh, on my independent label, Conglather, and then Atlantic picked me up and picked it up, and then they moved on it. Uh, so it, it did well, but but nobody can be you but you did better. That Ooh. was a top 10 song, yeah. Nobody can be you but you is a, is a staple phrase. If you listen to the lyrics, nobody can be you but you. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's going to be a, that's a forever song. That's a forever song. Too wrapped up in somebody else's style, it'll change in a while. All right, here we go. Here we go. That's, that's the one thing I can sing a little bit. You know what? That's the other thing. When there, when there's good music, your songs, 
make me feel like I can sing, like way out. I swear I can sing when I'm when I'm doing that song. Well, hey, you knew all the verse verses and the inflections. I'm listening and watching. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> no, that's because I'm, when I tell you I'm a fan and I love it, it's just like Shaka Khan, right? Oh, now I cannot. Saying yeah. anything like Shaka Khan, let's not let's let us not even pretend to play like that. That that's <laughs> almost like um, what is I, I don't know. Just just don't do that. But I can I know every lyric. I know every inflection. I know even even with 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 your songs, and I don't know how to scat worth anything. But near the end of your songs. I go there with you because I feel, I feel you. I feel you, Steve. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it because I will really embarrass myself because it sounds a lot better in my head than it probably does. <laughs> he's translating. He's translating. You know, like, you know, the transparent. You can feel he's having a good time for sure. For sure. Exactly. So, so let me oh. tell us. Please, Steve, tell us that you're still producing, you're still writing, you're still doing what you do. Please. Yes. As a matter of fact, talking about, you know, good music, right? There's a guy out there, his name is Thundercat. Okay. And um, I just did a record with him called Black Claw, and we were on Jimmy Kimmel's show. Was it the 9th? March. Yeah. And his album just dropped it is what it is and he is he's like if you put Jaco Pastorius uh Stanley Clark hmm. Lewis Johnson he plays um, bass but he's also a songwriter and a singer with George Duke vibe and then his sort of uh, what we'll say his experimental side yo and you put it all together, you get Thundercat. And he's in the anime as well. So then you have wow. that. He brings to the table. Mm. Uh, another guy, Flying Lotus, who is um, Alice Coltrane's uh, nephew. Mm. He's doing some great music. Um, so I'm saying all that to say I've, I've done some work with Thundercat. And I have my new record coming out. I'm about to drop called Down to the Lowest Terms. The Soul Sessions. Wow. Ooh. Listen, your people have my email address. Send us MP3s of anything you want in rotation. Please. Okay. okay, because coming soon, and I will be letting all of our favorite artists know, we will be 24-hour broadcasting. So, Yo. um. We we getting ready to take this to yet another level. So please, please, um, you honor us. So we want to honor you in in um, return. Oh so, man, congratulations! Now, are you independent? Thank you. Are you? I'm rocking with this a label, Stones Throw. Okay. Um, out of L.A. Okay. And I've been doing a lot of collabs. I did a collab with Snoop. All okay. Right. Come on. Snoop just all over the place. Um, and I uh, did a collab. I did a collab with George uh, George Clinton on this last Parliament joint called the No Mos. Oh, 
What? Yeah, yeah. On his last Parliament joint, he just dropped. Oh mm. no, we, we need that. We need that we in our lives. We have George on here talk about no mo's that joint. I mean, that's I'm not gonna say nothing. Y'all have to listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> we we need that. That is yeah, that on that. a George Clinton. Like how how can we get access to that? And how can people? You know what? Let's take a second and um, let people know how they can follow you and where they can get your music, where they can get all your new stuff, the old stuff, just Steve Arrington. How can they get to you? Okay. Well, let's start with just the social media side. You can hit me up, Steve Arrington Music, on Facebook. And I do all my, you know, interacting. I don't have somebody, you know, answering and interacting for me. I do it myself. Ooh. Also, there is um, on Twitter, Steve underscore Arrington, and my Instagram, Steve. And um, then the next question was as far as where to get the music. Of course, you can, you know, I I, I got stuff on vinyl. Like I did a a, a retrospective now of Way Out 8084. Wow. Um, That was... Oh, actually on a, a label out of Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, what, three, four years ago? Really? Yeah, and it's like 10 tracks from the vaults that I finished with my with my band, right? And turned them into songs, but I didn't make them like songs like where it is today. I stepped back, right? And looked at myself at, what, 25, 26, 27 years old, took some of those songs out the vaults that I never finished, right? Put lyrics on them, did vocals to them, brought my band, did extra uh, uh, stuff to the tracks. But I made them to sound like they could still sit in the world that the other songs that are on this this album, uh, so they didn't sound like two different worlds, which was very interesting for mm. I was, what, 50? No, I was around 60. I'm 64 now. So I was 59, 60, something like that. For that, for me to look back at myself and say, we're going to, we're going to hook up Steve at 25 and you're going to respect Steve at my 50s, late 50s, early 60s. And you know what? Early 60s, late 50s, Steve is going to hang out with Steve at 25 and we're going to jail. And we're going to make this thing work. So it was, that was an extremely cool challenge, number one. Wow. But I'm excited about the music that's on that project. Mm-hmm. Way Out 8084. That's, the, that's the new project? Way Out 8084? Yes, on Tummy Touch Records, yes. Okay, well, we're we going to dig into that. Yeah, we got to find that, for and sure. Is it on vinyl or is it, is it digital? Both. Mm-hmm. You can hit, you know, getting back to the original question, you know, you can hit me up. You can get everything on iTunes, you know, like I said, vinyl on certain things, uh, like Way Out 8084. Um, and then I did a joint with this dude, Dane Funk. I did a funk record. With, he was talking about the West Coast, keeping it going uh, on an underground joint called, Pi- uh, no, Higher, Higher. Mm. Oh. I did that about, mm, see, 2013, 2013, mm. underground joint. Uh, and that's kind of what I've been doing. Like I said, I think like a jazz musician. Mm. So I've been hooking up with young producers and 
doing different things. And like I said, some things with Snoop on, and different people um, to continue to push my craft forward and also to connect with younger people. As you guys were saying, you were turning younger people onto what I do. And I, you know, I want to connect with that uh, younger generation um, so that they can um, continue to inspire me. And then I can continue to inspire them once they f- figure out who I am. So I do shows at times where there are people from my generation. And then I do shows where there's nothing but 20 and 30 year olds. That's what's mm-hmm. up. You know what? Let's I, take, I, we have one more caller that has um, pressed one because they want to say something. We, we do have more people um, holding, but they haven't pressed one. So that they haven't indicated that they wanted to speak, but okay. zero. Zero three two one are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you calling from, darling? I'm calling. From, I'm Jason, and I'm calling from Chicago. Blessings to you, Steve. Big fan. Uh, saw you back in, um, I think it was 2010, 2011, out in Calumet City. It was one of your first shows back. So, and God is good. It's good to see how far you come in the, in the last decade. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was uh, actually I wanted to ask you. I want to take it back. So I was going through my uh, uncle's record collection, and I found the uh, Jam Packed album. And um, what, what, I just wanted to ask, what happened to that album? Are we ever gonna see it? Because I, I really love it. It's funky, man. I really love that album. Will we ever see it on the uh, any streaming services or anything like that? You know, that's a good question. I, I really don't have the answer to that. Actually, um, you know, uh, Atlantic has that music um and i don't know what they're gonna do um you know, okay. Warner Brothers. I think maybe even atlantic sold a lot of it to uh Warner chapel but anyway um the answer to that is that's a good question you know i'd like to see that um but jam pack yeah man i'd, I'd like to see that mm-hmm. okay yeah thanks for taking my call well thank you so much for calling okay. So I don't know if y'all can hear the countdown. That's um, the, the countdown to the um, for the live callers. They mm-hmm. only have ten more seconds to press one, which they that was the last call we can take. But um, we still got a minute or two to uh, play a song or two. But before we do that, Mr. Arrington, I would really love it if you could give us a drop for this show. Oh, you got that. Ooh. Let's do it. Um, hi, I'm, this is Steve Arrington, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Brunch in the Basement. Brunch in the Basement. Yep. Okay. Yo. Hi, this is Steve Arrington, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese, and we going way out. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ooh, ooh. Wait, one more. Um, this is Steve Arrington, and you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio. Okay. Hi, this is Steve Arrington, and you're listening to WGBR Internet Radio. Okay, let's try it one more time with W. J. Oh, J is in Javon. Yes. Okay. 
WJBR Internet Radio. Thank you, huh? All right. Yo, yo, this is Steve Arrington, and you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio. I love you. Nice. Love you so much. Love you, too. Love you, too. Oh, man. Joe. But you know what we didn't talk about really briefly. Let, let's let's just talk about um the the album Pure Thang. Mm. That is mm. a gospel. You that I was I was I played um Fire. You you heard that. Mm-hmm. You put funk <laughs> up under gospel you change nobody else is doing that what you did now this contemporary they're making it sound like contemporary r&b i get oh. all of that but right. nobody has funked out gospel music like that they ain't mm. ready steve the christians they don't know they ain't ready i'm a Yo. christian and i i'm ready but i'm saying the rest <laughs> of christianity they may not be ready for that funk what are you, Aquarian no. or something? You ahead of your time. You know, I did that joint, The Devil King Sing Amazing Grace. Uh, you know, hey, like, again, I follow my heart. I follow my heart. I think like a jazz musician. So, you know, I was like, yo, man, you know what? I'm going to do a gospel joint, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to funk hard on it. You know what I mean? Um. So that was exciting for me. That was exciting. And I'll continue to do more of that sort of thing as well, you know? Yes. Bringing that rawness, you know? Because for me, that's what we need. For me. You know, I'm just some raw ooey. That's what I call it. Raw ooey. Yes. (laughs) Can can, can I tell you that I was so excited to to hear it. it? It was... It mm. it drove me crazy. Just like when I first heard Way Out and that, that song took me way out. That you know, same thing. Um amazing and, and but you know what? I think you had given us a hint years earlier when you did um songs in the key of life that mm. this kind of thing was coming. Mm-hmm. And a dancing in the key of life. Dancing, yes, dancing in the key of life. Uh, yeah. Yeah, feel so real. Um, you know the song "Dancing in the Key of Life." Yeah, yeah. I was I was turning the corner there. Um, I was getting in a dance music as well. Still funky. I went to tempo a little faster. Um, yeah, it was a hit. You know, because I was changing. I was doing. You know, I grew up in church. My uh, my great uncle was the pastor. And you know, it was so interesting. A little dude, he used to call me Moosey. Mm. I'm talking about like three years old. I don't know. I wasn't, and I wasn't singing in the choir. I don't know why he called me Moosey. But that's how he said. He didn't say music, he said Moosey. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he used to call my brother and I. We were talking about it just the other day. I'm like, well, I mean, what was the deal? He says, I don't know, but he called you Moosey. He was like two, three years old. Um, so maybe, just maybe, my my great uncle was blessing me, you know, mm. he was blessing me. Mm. Maybe, you know, he saw something. The Lord gave him, well, I don't know, because we never discussed it. But you know what? 
I'm totally into music. I feel like that's why God brought me here. I feel this is my calling. This is what I do. I love to do it. I love it today as much as I did at 16. I mean, I mean that. I I I love this. And it it's not an easy being an artist, being a musician, it's not the easiest. You know, you get a lot of, you know, yeah, we dig what you do, but there's a lot that comes with it. I'll mm-hmm. say this. When you spend a lot of hours on one thing, I mean, excessively so, it's easy that you put so much into the one thing, you may miss something over here because it's not balanced. Mm. You know, you eat, sleep, and drink something just ah, day in and day out. So the people you choose to be around are very, very important. And that's the trap we can get into as musicians. Yeah. It's having the wrong people around you. Mm. And when you get that thing together, mm. you can go as far as you want to because you've got to make sure your team understands your strengths, they understand your weaknesses, because you spent so many hours thinking and doing this one thing. So you got to make sure people are filling in the gaps and you can't be arrogant or insecure about those gaps. You got to keep it a hundred. So the people that you have with you make sure not only are you complete, but your craft is respected by the way they do what they're supposed to. That's a big deal. We fail there. I failed there in the past. Mm-hmm. I will never have folks around me who don't love what I do. Just for the sake of the love of what I do. Not for me, a stepping stone, this and that. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Right. Mm-hmm. Get folks around you who love what you do because they they know it's important. Mm. They will function in a way to make sure they shore up the weaknesses because if you spend so many hours doing one thing, you don't have time to do everything. Right, right. That's a simple scenario, but it's a scenario we fail out a lot and people can attach themselves to you and we don't know how to fend them off so much because your emotions are always out. You're always, you're emotionally you're always giving out. Mm. So we have to, I, I say that to other artists out there, we got to win that battle because so many of us get, get taken down mm. because we put trust in the wrong people. Mm. And that's a hard one. That's a fine line. Mm. It really is. It, it's a fine line on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to be mindful of that every day. Who's who you who you letting know what's on your mind? Mm. I mean, you take a cat like Dave Chappelle. I mean, you don't have the right people. Somebody's writing a book about you in the next fifteen minutes. Mm. You know, you know, Mm. you got to realize what you're doing. Um, that's for somebody out there. Ooh, that's for a lot of bodies out there. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take some of that. Take it too. The nucleus is important. You know, that's right. Protect your spirit at all times and make sure you're 
Man, listen, you said a word today. <laughs> I said on today. <laughs> and on today, yeah. mm. the Minister of Music, Mr. Steve Anderson, wow. has given wow. us a word. And we appreciate it. And Steve, thank you so very much for all that you do. And we're gonna let you run because we know that you we take we've taken up so much of your time, but we're gonna keep playing this music. Yes, you are. Thank you. I'm having such a good time. Thank you for having me. We thank love you. you, baby. We love you. And I love return all day. Yeah. We we gonna do this. And you get something, let us let us please don't forget to send it to us so that we can just get this in rotation. That's a deal. You know, That's Steve, we're connected in every which kind of way. Y'all got my my personal cell. You got my my email. We're friends on Facebook. I'm following you everywhere you are. Just <laughs> let, just what what you need. You know, if if I can support you in any way, if we can if we can support you in any way, you just holler. You know, you're doing a gig. You want people to know about something. I get so upset when I see that you done did something and I didn't know. I'm like, uh. I got to do better. I got to do better letting you know that I am on your team. So we are team Arrington because you have done so much for us. Like, like Monifa said, you are in, or I don't know if it was Mo or, or Rez who said it. And I just agreed on the inside that you are a part of the fabric of our lives. We grew up on, on your music. And so we, I feel like, I owe you something. Ooh, you know, fact. We are indebted. You know, when if I'm upset as a teenager, you can't forget these things. And you go in your room and you slam the door and you put on your favorite song and you get lost in that thing. That thing has healed you. That Come thing on has now. healed you. You know, like teenagers today, they put the ear pods in and they go on about their business. And that's that's. It, it's music speaks to your soul, so thank you and thank you for not cussing throughout all your music too, because my soul <laughs> is more clean and <laughs> than it could have been if I was. You know? we, just had to, we just had to fend off the nasty bass lines, the nasty drum licks. We yeah. just had to fend them off, but once we got that together, <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. So yes. thank you, and we we are Team Steve Arrington. So. Okay. Blessings. You know, Blessings. thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. We love you. We just we love you. you. Love you too. And I had a wonderful time. I had big fun. Big thank fun. you. Thank you. So thank please you. send us everything. Anything okay, that we the... you think we don't have, send it. Even if you think, oh no, maybe they have this already. Uh, they probably don't like this. No, just send it all. Anything you want sampled or whatever. You you have a question. You know, it's just yo, man. I got you. Okay. We got I received, you. I received that and I'm about that too, no doubt. Okay. Nice. Thank you, man. Okay. Thank you, baby. Thank you so much. Arrington. Yo. The legend. Legend. The legend. Now Steve. we got to yes. do some Steve Arrington music. Yeah. What what did I do with it? Hold on. Where's the music? Come on. This man, oh, man, oh, man. You know, it's great being able to give folks their flowers while they can smell them. Because he's just amazing. He's only 64, but, you know, it's just, he's just, he's just laid down so much and done 
so many amazing things. Like I, I love Steve Arrington. I'm gonna play. I want to play this off of his gospel, funky gospel kind of song, and then I want to play some of the other hits that we hadn't played prior to him coming on. Um, All right. Like watching you, we never played that. Watching you, we didn't play. You meet my approval. Yes, indeed, baby. You, oh God, I don't think we played that. Just a touch. We didn't play that. We didn't play just a touch. We didn't play slot. We, yo, we're gonna do a little bit more before we end this, this, this right here. So everybody, hang out. Everybody, please follow Mr. Steve Arrington everywhere. Steve underscore Arrington on Instagram. And 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 Twitter and um, friend him on Facebook if you are so inclined and um, he will friend you back and he will talk to you. I remember before he even knew who I was or what I did, I, I found him on Facebook and I friended him and I said and he accepted my friendship. I was like, is this Steve way out Arrington? And he responded, where you never been before. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's the type of fan I am. I lose my mother, father, sister, brother, mine. And here we go with a with a joint that I just recently stumbled upon. Um, it's called Soul Food, and this one made me lose my mind too. This is Mr. Steve Arrington. We're gonna we're gonna do a little Steve party right here. A little funk a little funk party right here. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.